welcome back to Game Time with Becca. This is episode four, and we're, this week we're going to talk about week five going into week six for college, week four going into week five for NFL, and when I come back, we're going to talk about the top 25 teams in the nation for college, and they have changed. Okay, okay, okay. The top 25 teams in the nation have changed. There is a new number one in town. I am not shocked. I am not surprised. Number one is now Alabama. Um, they're five and oh, they actually went up a spot in the rankings as of this week. Number two, Clemson went down one. Okay, um, I believe that's because they only beat North Carolina by one point, which is not a ranked team, even though they're still five and oh, they went down. Obviously, number three still remains is Georgia. Number four is Ohio State. So Ohio State went up one. There's five and zero. Georgia still four and zero. Also, number five LSU. They went down one. They're still four and zero. Oklahoma's still number six. Number seven is Auburn. They're still five and zero. They haven't lost either. Number eight Wisconsin. Number nine Notre Dame. They went up one from last week. Number ten Florida. They went down a spot. Number eleven Texas. Number 12, Penn State. Number 13, Oregon. Number 14, Iowa. All of them went down one. Number 15, Washington is actually up two slots. Number 16 is Boise State. They're minus one. Number 17, Utah is plus two spots. Number 18, UCF is plus four spots. That's a big jump. Number 19, Michigan is plus one. They needed their plus one. Let's just put it that way. Number 20 is Arizona State. They went up 17 slots. So they were just not in the ratings at all, not in the top 25 last week. And now they have earned a spot in the top 25. Number 21 is Oklahoma State. They're plus six. Number 22 is Wake Forest plus four, who, by the way, like I told you, they were one of my bubble teams that we weren't sure about. But they're now into the top 25. That's also for Wake Forest. Number 23, Virginia went down five slots number 24 smu plus four slots they're another team that were not in the top 25 last week they made their way this week and number 25 michigan state actually is tied with texas a&m so texas a&m went down one actually two slots and michigan state went up minus one so my thing is like texas a&m literally was in the top 20 and now they've dropped that just goes to show you how these things can change. And like I said, this is going over week five, after week five. So, you guys, I'll be back with the top college news and the top NFL news. Okay, you guys, I am back with the college news first. My biggest deal about the college news, honestly, of course, is still the Heisman watch. But let me switch over and switch gears and talk about the already 85 teams that are out of the college football playoffs. Um... When Barack was in office, you know, he talked about how each year, and I'm not sure if this is still true, each year he was going to make it instead of four teams, they were going to double it like each over so many years, maybe like two or three years after we had the college playoff. I hope that's true because there are a lot of teams, you guys, that are not really getting their 
their opportunity or their chance to show their stuff or to maybe possibly win a national championship like an underdog team. So I hope that is true. Maybe we'll go from four to six. You know what I'm saying? And we'll keep going with this as the years progress. But regardless of the fact these other 85 teams still have a whole rest of whole season to go left and they got bowls to play for and all types of different things. So, you know, it's very interesting about that. Um, switching gears to the Heisman watch, you know, it's very, very interesting that Jalen Hurts for Oklahoma, the former Alabama quarterback, is number one right now when it comes to the Heisman watch. Tua, the Alabama, the the now Alabama quarterback, he's number two. Joe Burrow for LSU, who Joe, LSU has been on fire. That win on the road against Texas, it's just been crazy. He's number three. And number four, Jonathan Taylor, the running back. Um, he's doing awesome as well. Um, it's still eight quarterbacks who are in the running, which is dominating over the running backs or any other position that's going for the Heisman. Um, let's talk about Clemson, you guys. That's big on the news. Clemson, I'm going to be honest with you guys, that, that game was literally down to the last play for North Carolina, which I felt North Carolina should have kicked a field goal and at least gone overtime and put pressure on Trevor Lawrence to throw the ball. But he didn't. So I believe that right now Clemson had their worst offensive game they've ever had. That's why they're number two right now in the nation instead of number one. And it just looked bad. It looked sloppy. I mean, North Carolina's not a ranked team. But let's give it up for North Carolina for even keep staying on the field with them. But it looked bad, and that's just what I'm trying to say. Their schedule is not as strong as some other people who are on the top five or 16 teams in the nation. So that's another thing that I think is not cool because – you're not really playing anybody of any statue. Not saying that any of these teams that they play coming up are not good teams, okay? But all I'm trying to say is that to an extent, it's like, you know, you got other teams that are playing Georgia and LSU and these top 10, 10 or 12 teams in the nation. You know, you play North Carolina and you're struggling, you know? So what are you going to do with the top, top tier team when it comes down to it? We'll see. We will see. Um, also in news, the Rutgers – head coach has been fired um as of Sunday Chris Ash was fired and released I mean you always tell yourself I guess it's never too early never too late that's one of those type of situations um so I would assume that their um assistant coach would be taken over for the rest of the season or whatever they would do with interim coach I have absolutely no clue but I just know that the Rutgers coach is out and that's part of the top news as well um okay you guys I'll be back with the NFL news Hi guys, so I'm back with the NFL news. I know fantasy football is going wild right now. That's all I got to say about that. Um, On a humorous note, it's so funny that the Miami Dolphins had a vendor, you guys, and this vendor was selling two beers for $724. He got arrested, but let's just be honest. Whoever was the idiot that paid $724 for two beers... Let's just say that's our humor for the year for me. Um, Short is out for the Panthers with a rotator cup. He is the DT, and he is out for the rest of the season. Um, And now I'm going to get on to some of the NFL rankings when I get back. Okay, on to the NFL rankings. We still have three teams who still have not lost yet. And those three teams are, of course, the Patriots, 
the Chiefs, and the 49ers. They are all they are all over 75% for a chance to go to the playoffs. That's their their 75% chance or more to go to the playoffs. Patriots are 99%, the Chiefs are 99 and the 49ers are about 74, 75% of chances of going to the playoffs. And uh I agree with them. I agree with that wholeheartedly. We have seven teams who are 3 and 1 now. We have the Saints, and they've actually gone up in the rankings, and I think that's because of their win over the Cowboys, of course. Um, we have the Rams, we have the Cowboys, the Packers, the Seahawks, the Bears, and the Bills. All of them are pretty much like scattered when it comes to percentages on how they will make the playoffs. The reason why I'm explaining the percentages right now is because now, since we're a couple of weeks in, now we can kind of see where everybody's kind of sitting and how they're doing and what they're projected to do a little bit better than the earlier part of the season. So the Bears have made the biggest leap when it comes to the Rakens. They have, like, scored up 14 spots when it comes to the board on – understanding who can make the playoffs and who couldn't they're not at the 50 percent mark yet when it comes to the percentage of how they will make the playoffs but the bears are making the biggest leap and the biggest impact um but it's still anybody's game at this point those are only seven of the teams we have 13 teams left that are two and two we have the ravens the eagles the texans the vikings the chargers the Jaguars, the Raiders, Browns, Titans, Colts, Panthers, the Buccaneers, and the Giants. A lot of these teams are like 20%, 30%. The highest percentage I see here on making the playoffs out of this group is actually the Browns. The Browns is the highest percentage to actually make the playoffs this year. And you know what's interesting about some of these teams, including even the Bears, who are still 3-1, and one, you know, these are teams that we were not talking about last year at all. They were at the bottom. We didn't even consider them. We didn't even look their ways, okay? And that just goes to show you how the tables could turn. I mean, it's crazy because even though the Cardinals, the Redskins, and the Dolphins, you know, are struggling, there's still only two games away from being considered in the playoffs so that's very very interesting to me that they can win two games and this could be a whole different conversation next week um we also have two teams who are one and three right now that are struggling the Steelers who they stole a win this previous Monday well last night for me and you know they needed it let's just be honest um the Falcons are the other team that is struggling heavily right now um there there are a few teams that don't have any wins at all on the board. That is the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Jets, the Bengals, the Broncos. All of them do not have a win at all. And they desperately need one this week. Some way, somehow, they need to win on the board. You have the Lions who are actually 2-1-1. One, and, one, and the way that that is read is because they tied and you have the Cardinals who are 0 and 3 and 1. So, you know, that's they they're struggling as well. So, you know, there's a few teams that like I say, looking at the way that it looks on the rankings is very different because I actually can see the percentage 
that out of 100 that they could possibly make the playoffs. And some of them are looking real skim. Like Seahawks are like 31%. That's not good. Um, like I said, you got people like the Browns who are 59%. That's great. I mean, that's just amazing to me how the tables can turn in the years that teams have be, been rebuilding. Let's just put it that way. It's very, very, very interesting. So, you guys, I will be back with the scores of the week. Before I get into the scores of the week, I want to make sure that we take a moment to say the quote of the day. And the quote of the day today is fall in love with the process of becoming the very best version of yourself. Okay, you guys, we are moving on to college scores, and this is for week five. Um, Clemson only beat North Carolina by one point this week. That was a very good game. I watched it all the way to the end. I'm pretty sure everybody in the nation was watching that game as well. Um, did not expect for North Carolina to try to go for two points when it, it already took them a very, very long time to even get the touchdown. It took him about three or four tries to get the touchdown. So I didn't understand the call that he made, the head coach of North Carolina, to try to get extra two points on Clemson's defense instead of trying to force them into overtime. But like I say, that's not my cup of tea. Not going to get into that. I just didn't see that happening. Um, we got number two, Alabama. Over Ole Miss, Alabama had 59, Ole Miss had 31. Oklahoma is just demolishing people. If anybody hasn't been paying attention, Oklahoma had 55 and Texas Tech had 16. Um, Texas A&M had 31, Arkansas had 27. Texas A&M is barely winning at this point. That's why they're right on the edge of dropping out of the rankings. Depending on what they do this week would determine whether they'll still be in the top 25 next week when we have this conversation. Um, Washington, number 17 Washington over number 21 USC, 28 to 14. Michigan State, 40 over Indiana, 31. Auburn is actually demolishing people as well. They have a big game coming up this next week. Auburn beat Mississippi State, 56 to 23. Ohio State, 48 over Nebraska, 7. Florida, 38 over Townsend's Egg. They didn't even score. Moving on to the ACC, Virginia had 20. Notre Dame had 35. Notre Dame needed that after their loss last week. Florida State, 31. North Carolina State, 13. Wake Forest, 27 over Boston College, 24. Moving on to the SEC, South Carolina won 24 over Kentucky 7. Into the Big 12, Baylor 23 over Iowa State 21. Moving on also to the Big 10, Wisconsin 24 over Northwestern 15. And Minnesota 38 over Purdue 31. Once again, you guys, I do not do all the college sports because it's college scores because it's way too many divisions it's way too many I will be here all week I try to pick out the biggest and the best of college sports college scores every single week so when I get back you guys I will be into the NFL scores okay you guys moving on to the NFL scores for week 
four. The Titans had 24 over the Falcons, 10. The Panthers had 16 over the Texans, 10. That was a very good game. Um, the replacing quarterback for Cam did great. Um, Patriots, 16 over the Bills, 10. Chiefs, 34 over the Lions, 30. Raiders, 31 over the Colts, 24. Chargers, 30 over the Dolphins, 10. Giants, 24 over the Redskins, 3. The Giants desperately needed that win. The Browns had 40 over the Ravens, 25. I believe that that game was a statement game. Not only were we trying to... They were trying. They were trying to win. They were trying to make a statement. Um, with that win, the Buccaneers fifty-five over the Rams forty, the Seahawks twenty-seven over the Cardinals ten, the Bears sixteen over the Vikings six, the Jaguars twenty-six over the Broncos twenty-four, the Eagles thirty-four over the Packers twenty-seven, the Cowboys fell to the Saints twelve to ten. The Steelers 27 over the Bengals 3. They definitely, desperately needed a win, the Steelers. Um, The Saints-Cowboys game was also a defensive game. Um, The offense on both sides could not pull up anything. Um, It was actually cool to see a defensive game because we don't really get to talk much about the defensive line, the D-line or the O-line. You know, and it just shows that you can't win a game. You know what they say? Defense wins games. Offense sells tickets. Defense wins games or championships is how I was taught. And, you know, this was a prime example of defense, okay? And I love the defense on both sides, the Saints and the Cowboys. Um, It was just powerful. It was great. It spoke volumes. That's why the score ended up being the Saints 12 and the Cowboys 10. It's a low-scoring NFL game. Um, okay, you guys, I will be back with the up-and-coming games for college and for NFL. Okay, we are back with the up-and-coming college games for week six. We have number 14, Iowa, facing number 19, Michigan. We have Georgia, number three, Georgia, facing Tennessee. We have Michigan State versus Ohio State. We have Oregon versus Cal. We have UCF versus Cincinnati. We have, I think this is one of the biggest games of the week for college to me. Number seven, Auburn versus number 10, Florida. The reason why this game is very, very important is because now you guys were pushing toward the nitty gritty is what I call it. People are looking at the amount that you beat people as well as your schedule as well as your losses. And neither one of these teams can really afford to lose. Neither one of these teams have lost yet. And let's just be real. Luckily, in college, you can't tie like the NFL. So somebody has to lose. So I'm really, really going to be excited to watch that game because neither one of these teams have lost, and both of them seem pretty solid. Um, Even though Auburn looks a little bit stronger than Florida, it's still, hopefully, it's going to be a very, very good game. And this will determine next week's rankings as well. So that's a good one to watch. In the Big 12, we have Oklahoma versus Kansas. We have Baylor versus Kansas State. We have Purdue versus Penn State when we move over to the Big 10. The Rutgers versus 
Maryland. We have also we have LSU versus Utah State. We move on to Pac-12. We have Washington versus Stanford, and we also have Arizona versus Colorado. Once again, you guys, I, you know I do not do all the up-and-coming games. It's a lot of them on all day and night this weekend. But it, we would be here all day and night if I told y'all all the games for college. Okay. Um, I will be back with the NFL games of the week. Okay. Moving on to the up-and-coming NFL games for week five. We start out on Thursday with the Rams versus the Seahawks. Both of these teams are 3-1. and one. That should be a good game, a good way to start the week off for sure. We move down to Sunday. We have the Jaguars versus the Panthers, the Falcons versus the Texans. The Falcons are in a desperate need of a win. The Falcons are 1-3. They need a win. Um, you have the Packers versus the Cowboys who are 3-1. and one. Both of those are 3-1. and one. That's going to be a great game. I can already see that. Cardinals. Versus the Bengals. Both of them need a win. They both have an egg. Except for the Cardinals have tied with somebody. But other than that, they haven't won any games yet. The Bills versus the Titans. The Bears versus the Raiders. You have the Buccaneers versus the Saints. You have the Vikings versus the Giants. You have They're both 2-2. Two and two. You have the Jets versus the Eagles. The Jets have not won a game yet. So we need they need a win. You have the Ravens, who are 2-2, two and two, versus the Steelers, who are 1-3. and three. You have the Patriots, who are 4-0, and oh, and the Redskins, who are 0-4. Oh Their records are flipped. Um, you have the Broncos, who are 0-4, oh versus the Chargers, who are 2-2. Two two. You have the Colts versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs have not lost. The Colts are 2-2. Two and two. And uh, at the end of the week, we're heading into the next week, Starting out from Monday Night Football next week, we have the Browns versus the 49ers. Honestly, looking at how the Browns ended last week, I feel like they're going to give us a run. They're going to give the 49ers a run for their money um, on Monday. And I feel like that's going to be a game that people are going to actually look and say, hey, you know, the Browns have a better chance at the playoffs than we actually feel or we actually think. You know, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, you guys, I will be back with the closing remarks. Into my closing remarks. Okay, you guys, we are going into week five for NFL. and We are going into week six for college. And the rankings are all over the place for both college and NFL I believe that at any point, anybody can lose. I do not believe that one team, NFL or college, is just completely dominating. The only person that I believe is really, really close to that is the Patriots. Tom Brady and the Patriots. They are literally running over people pretty much. And they are pretty solid all the way around offense and defense. But even they have the potential to lose. You know, and I love this. I love that it's a little bit more competitive. I know that I am mainly a college watcher. Only because college has always been so competitive. But the way that the NFL is now getting a little bit more balanced, 
I believe is getting more competitive, which is more exciting for me. I want to see the fight. I want to see to the end. I want to see an underdog beat a beat somebody that's not supposed to be beat I love to see the mix up so even though we still have a few teams that haven't won a game yet in the NFL um I just am really 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 excited to see that everybody's kind of leveling out you know we have a lot of teams that are two and two you know we don't have as many teams that are just three and ones and three and two we don't have a lot of three we have no teams that are three and two right now so you know that's very very interesting to me so we'll just have to see how this is gonna be normally I have a word for you guys at the end of every week a word for how I feel this week is gonna be and honestly it's gonna be very extraordinary that's what we're gonna call this very extraordinary very extraordinary week because it's about to get interesting very interesting let's just say that somebody gonna lose this week that ain't supposed to lose so as always i love you guys i will see you guys in the next episode thank you for listening to game time with becca